What is good, everybody? God damn, yes. Wow, yesterday was fun. Welcome back to the Ultimate Wrestling Show. I am your host, Carlos Fiero, and I am back. I am so happy to be back. I am excited. I am pumped. We possibly just saw the greatest SummerSlam in the history of SummerSlam. That was that was crazy. Oh my god. Are you Wow, that is a show. I I'm I'm still shocked about a lot of the things that went down yesterday. Everything was so great and we are going to go in depth. Like I'm going to give you my full thoughts, my review and everything. So if you didn't watch SummerSlam because maybe you don't have Peacock or maybe you didn't have time. If you have Peacock and didn't have time to watch it, watch it. It was so good. If you don't have Peacock, I will do you a fa- I can't, this match this was incredible. I am going to have another sip. Keep in mind I'm not feeling that great. I'm still dealing with the uh with the code from last episode, which was yesterday, my my preview. <coughs> All right, let's get into it. I am so pumped. I am so excited to do this episode. Holy crap! All right, RK. The first match, Raw Tag Team Championship match, RK Bro versus AJ Styles and Omos. And RK Bro defeated AJ and Omos to open up SummerSlam and win the Raw Tag Team Championships. I was so, I am so happy. Like, the match was not very long, but very entertaining. And let's, and that got the crowd very hyped. The chemistry between Orton and Riddle was amazing there. And let's, it was shown during the match. And the, the ending sequence was beautiful. That ending sequence was the best ending sequence I have seen in a very long time from the WWE. This was probably, this, you know what, I'm going to say it. SummerSlam, in my opinion, I'm going to give my first hot take. I gave a shit ton of, I mean, sorry, I forgot, I can't say that. I gave a ton of hot takes. Um, I, yeah, I gave a ton of hot takes in my preview of SummerSlam. I'm going to give a ton of hot takes here. This, and this is going to be my first hot take. <sighs> SummerSlam 2021 was better than WrestleMania 37 2021. Because, oh, it just, it, that's my opinion. The show didn't seem, it, it wasn't bad. It was amazing. It was five stars. It had its ups and downs, but every wrestling show is going to have that. Look at Rampage. Rampage had CM, aside of CM Punk returning, that show was a lackluster. That show wasn't... <laughs> was alright, yeah, but meh, and then like, go back to Wrestlemania, it was re- it was great, it had a lot of good moments, but then it had its bad side, and it had, every show's gonna, every show's gonna struggle at some point, but Jesus Christ, this was so good, RK Bro versus a- defeating AJ and Omos was so good, I, me and my dad legitimately stood up last night and screamed, we we were both so happy. I was texting with my with one of with a one of my best friends, 
who I got into, who now is getting into wrestling. And I mean, he's been into wrestling because he knows me and listens to the show and everything. But oh my God, we were just in awe of what happened. That RKO was beautiful. Riddle can fight. Almost all four of these men were amazing. And I am so excited for tomorrow night on Raw to see what is next for RK Bro. What is next for AJ and Omos. I can't even say. Like, that for me, that overall, I think the match was like a four-star match. Like, I think it was a four-star match. The things that it was missing to be a five-star match, I mean, like, I think there could have been some more cool sequences. It felt, at times, especially towards the middle, towards the, like, uprising part of the fight, it definitely felt like a typical Monday Night Raw fight. But then the ending, the ending just carried, my God, the ending was great. I think the part I didn't like was definitely AJ Styles. AJ was not... This wasn't AJ's best work. That's for sure. Alright. And guess what? I got the prediction right. I'm not counting the predictions, but... Eh, I don't care about... I did get this right, so I'm happy. This is one of the... Be- this is one of the worst matches of the night. This was the worst match of the night. Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. But guess what? I was right. I told you guys it was going to be a bad match. (laughs) But it was worse than I expected. That is saying something. It was worse than I expected. Alexa Alexa Bliss defeated Eva Marie in what essentially was a squash match. And let's be honest. That match, if that was the product, if that's what they wanted to bring out, if that is what they were going to bring out, It was unnecessary to show on a pay-per-view. And that's the thing. Guess what? The entire... If you pay attention, I bet no one else, barely anyone probably noticed this. But I guess it's my crazy wrestling mind. They were yelling, we want Wyatt. As soon as Alexa Bliss came out and and through the fight, they were yelling, we want Wyatt. Go back... And watch that match and focus on the crowd. The crowd hated it. I hated it. That match was just even... That match sucked. I'm not going to lie. That match was terrible. Like... That match doesn't even... That match sucked. Like... Yeah, Alexa Bliss ended up winning. I think... And then Dewdrop... The one thing, the only thing I liked was Dewdrop getting the microphone at the end and saying the loser of this match is Eva Marie. That was hilarious. And I hope, I truly hope, they split up Eva Marie and Dewdrop. Dewdrop goes back to being Piper Nevlin. And for the love of God, push her. Push her, push her to the goddamn moon. She, you have talent. You have a better version of Nia Jax there. And if you, if Vince McMahon is smart, he will put a rocket to her and send her to the moon. That is my doodra. And then what a match we saw. Damian Priest and Shame versus Sheamus. Like I said. <laughs> Here's the thing. Like I said, this match was going to be a really good match. A really good match. And it was. 
Damian Priest defeated Sheamus in a very entertaining and hard-hitting match to become the new United States champion. This match was so nice. It, it, it was tough for me and my father who watched SummerSlam. I got to watch SummerSlam with my dad. We're both huge wrestling fans. We're both diehards. We've both been watching for, a re- for like a long time. And like, we're, we're, he's a huge fan of Sheamus. I like Sheamus. I do like Sheamus. I like him. I do like Sheamus. I am a fan of Sheamus. My dad has two wrestling shirts. Sheamus and RK Bro, like I said on my uh, review. I mean, preview. But I, I am so high on Damian Priest. Like, oh my God, this man... And like I said, like I was texting with a couple people and one of the and one of my friends and I were just saying, Damian Priest, every time he gets in a ring, he keeps on impressing. He impresses every time he's in a ring. You cannot tell me you are, if you have not been impressed by anything he's done, what, you're not you, you you should go to your doctors and tell them I think I might I need to get tests from the head up. Damian Priest is so damn good. It is impressive how good this man is. I love da- Jesus Christ. I can never get enough of Damian Priest. This match was great. The things that happened. The uh Wow. The sequences, the spots on this match were phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Damian Priest played the injured card. Gets his car. Like, the crowd. They both looked really strong. And I really hope. Now, I really hope this will mean Sheamus can go back and maybe build him. Like, you've built him as an okay champion. I hope they know. I hope they book Damian Priest correctly. And I hope they put Sheamus back in the main event scene. Have him have a go at Bobby Lashley. Have him have a feud. Do what you did with Kofi with Sheamus. Like, this is good. I enjoyed this match. This match was really good. I think it was a four and a half. I will give it a four and a half star. The match that had a bad, 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 uh, bad uh, build up, like I said. Had a damn good match. The Usos versus the Mysterios. Usos won by pinfall. The Usos defeated the Mysterios to retain the SmackDown Tag Team Champion. And let's be honest. This, I'm going to say another hot take. This was their best tag team match to date. This was the Usos. This is their best tag match to date. This was better then money in the bank. This was so good. I mean, the match wasn't that the absolute smoothest match at times, but the crowd helped. Here's the thing: the crowd helped. What? There is so much that goes on. So much. So much moving parts in a wrestling show. It's so impressive, like. The crowd is plays a big part in the matches. They play as an equal part of the wrestlers as well. Another backstage, it's so cool. Like everything, 
it all, it all revolves there. It's, that's why I love professional wrestling. Like, the crowd helps a lot. And I think that the pro wrestling fans are some of the best pro. We are the best. We are some of the best fans in the world. Because, like, sure, we can be toxic. We can be toxic. We can be really toxic at times. But look at, just look at this weekend. This weekend has brought so many emotions. CM Punk returned uh, on Friday. Then last night was just phenomenal. Last night was amazing, emotional. Just wow, it was so much damn fun. And then tonight we have NXT TakeOver, which is going to be really interesting after what Nick Khan said, I'm not going to get into it because I haven't heard the full interview. I heard of parts of it here and there. But I will say this. I do want to get this off my chest because this is frustrating me. I don't like Nick Khan. I don't respect the man. I've never been a fan of him. I think he is slowly... Especially after the ideas, after the parts I heard from the interview, and I want to really hear it more in depth, that's why I'm not giving you a full breakdown on the interview. He said he wants to make Raw four to five hours long. What the absolute hell? Four to five, four hours, three hours isn't enough. And look, three hours is, feels rushed. Three hours feels way too long for Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw should not be three hours. I'm going to say it. Raw should be two hours. Raw should be two hours. And this man wants to make it four to five hours. He wants, he seriously says he wants to make it four hours. And then as a joke says, he wants to make eight hours of SmackDown. Let me let me tell you something. No TV network will ever take a wrestling show that's eight hours long. Go to Fox and tell them we're making SmackDown eight hours long. <laughs> Fox people will say, go find another network. <laughs> they don't have the talent to make it more than... Here's the thing. The raw the raw roster is not good enough to be at a four hour show. If this was the roster they had back in like twenty sixteen with Lesnar, Reigns, Rollins, Balor, um Ambrose, uh the Wyatt family, like Orton and everyone, then yes, make it four hours. Maybe consider making it four hours. But this roster is not good. So, yeah, that's... I had to get that off. I do feel like the best thing for th- that WWE could do to save themselves is to fire Nick Khan. I don't... Actually, and I'm not even sure. I doubt it, but may if he's related to Tony, goddamn. All right, the Usos versus the Mysterious. Sorry, I got sidetracked, but I wanted to get that off my chest. 
This match was really fun. Why do I have a feeling that Dominic is going to betray Ray? Because, like, that's that's what I'm feeling. That's what I think they're going with. Like, I feel like that's where they're go- that's the direction that they're gonna go with. And I'm gonna say this: Dominic Mysterio has not. He he just he was terrible in this match. He can't. He looked like he couldn't wrestle. He looked like a completely different fighter. From what I saw a year ago. Or hell. From what I saw. A couple weeks ago. At, at, at Money in the Bank. He was good in that match. He was good at Money in the Bank. And the crowd. Look. I don't know if it was because we were in Texas. The crowd likes Dom. Like Dominic is over in Texas. He can get over. But like. He. He threw. Rey Mysterio was great in that match. Dominic wasn't. He got carried by the Usos and Ray. That's what stopped it from being a great match. That's what stopped it from being an amazing match. I'm giving it a 3.75 stars. Very specific, I know. This, my friends. Bianca Belair entered the ring. I was so excited. And then Greg Hamilton announces that Sasha Banks is unable to appear. And will be replaced by Carmella. This was, oh my god, I have never been so pissed off at WWE. I was just like, what the hell? I was mad. I walked up and I went, I just walked up and got off my couch. I'm like, screw this. I'm like, I'm done. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Because I was so upset. Because then he said Carmelo was going to be there. And that's be honest. The crowd in Bel Air looked sad. I was upset. I was mad. Because I want. And I still want. Sasha versus Bianca too. I need that match in my life again. Like, I need that match again. And look, right after the ref was going to ring the bell, I was like, oh, God, this is uh, great. Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch's music hits. <laughs> that was that was the la- I have never yelled so hard in my life. When her music hit, the crowd went insane. I went insane. Because, like, oh, my God. That was, that was just so crazy. Like, that pop she got. That pop, I was, it did, it, it had me, like, in the, I'm like, oh, my God. And when it hit me, what happened, like, she's been gone a year. <laughs> it, it almost got me emotional, it's. It's still choking me up now. Like, because this is, this is so damn nice. This is, it shows, it's moments like this. It's moments like this, like Becky coming back, Punk coming back. (laughs) 
it's a moment like this that make me realize why I love pro wrestling. It's moments like this. It's these unexpected moments like her going to SmackDown is not expected. I thought she was going to come. I thought if she came back, it was going to be on Raw. But like, oh my God, like it's moments like this. It's these memorable moments. Like, oh my God. And the crowd was hyped all the way through. Vince McMahon, as much as we all love to hate on him, and yes, I have personally hated on him as well, he can still deliver when he needs to. If he was... And like... Like, this was, this was beautiful. That was one of the best, this, that was one of the best moments of the night. I loved it. <laughs> I was this. And then we got to see Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair in a matter of seconds. Becky defeated Belair. In seconds, after let after Becky after Lynch hit Belair with a stiff elbow and then a manhandle slam, which it felt damn good to see the manhandle slam again. That that, that this was absolutely shocking, and it will be interesting. Here's the thing: I'm really intrigued to see how where the, <coughs> where the story goes from here. God damn, my voice! Where the story goes in the future. I think it, eh. the match sucked. I, I, I'm, but I'm not going to go up here and blame Becky. Because, like, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter do this. I think I can't give my full reaction to because I don't know what the full story is going to be. It could be Bianca... I, I don't know. It could be Bianca got injured. like, And if that's the case, then this was the right call. It could be that uh, Bianca maybe just like wanted this. We c- Reports could come out. And this is where, why I don't want to give my full like crazy thoughts. Like, my, I don't want to go full on bonkers and say, oh, this sucks. They buried her. They did bury her. I do believe they buried her. But I don't want to like uh, this... I'm never watching this again. This is complete crap. I'm not going to go there because we could get a report that says Bianca wanted to do this. This could be... Look at the Nikki Ash gimmick. We were all like, oh, this is a dumb gimmick. And then we found out it was her idea. So until we know the full details or until I know and I see where the story's going, I'm not going to go all nuts. So yeah, next match. Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. Sucked. I did not enjoy it. It was a it was a good match. It was good. Not great. Not t- it was alright. Drew defeated Jinder in a slightly underwhelming match. That's what that you know what? That is what I will call it. It was slightly underwhelming. 
Here's why. It was a slightly underwhelming match, considering the history between the two. The match itself was enjoyable and did not drag because it didn't go too long. But like I said in my preview, I've fallen off of the Drew McIntyre trend. I've started to lose interest in Drew. And I don't think I'm alone. And that is a big problem if you're WWE. Because, <laughs> like, I personally right now find Bobby Lashley. I find Goldberg. I find Fra- Roman, Randy, John, Edge, Seth. Like, a lot of these guys. Hell, even Cesaro, for Christ's sake. I find them a lot more interesting than Drew. Like, they've lost me on Drew, his history promos, him trying to kill people, he swung the sword for Christ's sake, after the match, like, they've just lost me on this Drew thing, and it's not great, I am I'm not a, I, I'll, I'll give a, I'll give it like a three, and I'll just give it like a three stars, all right? <sighs> all right, let's go to the next match. The Raw Women's Championship match. <laughs> Get ready, folks. Because I am about to rant. And I am about to get upset. And Charlotte Flair is your new Raw Women's Champion. What the absolute hell? Why am I not surprised? Why am I not surprised Charlotte won? Because apparently... Why? Just why the hell does she always get these shots? She, why? Why does she need all the championship runs? Vince is probably like, oh, we gave her a one-day title reign, so now let's make it up by giving her another title reign. A month later. A month later. You put the title back on her, knowing the fans hate her. Knowing she's not over. What? Bro, Rhea Ripley is over. Rhea is over. Look at, hear the reaction she got. Hear the reaction she got when she came out. For Christ's sake, if that, if you wanted to put it on Charlotte, hell, if you didn't want to put it on Rhea, keep it on Nikki. I don't think anyone would have had a problem. Nikki could have, screw it. If you don't, don't put it on Charlotte. Why does Charlotte need this? She doesn't. Nikki needed it more. Rhea needed it more. The, you could have had it on one of them. But no, Charlotte Flair gets it. For what? Another pointless feud with Rhea Ripley? Another? Are we going to get a SummerSlam rematch at Extreme Rules? What the hell? Man, Charlotte. God damn, this sucks. This really sucked. 
The match was amazing. She can wrestle. She's so talented. Here's the thing. Charlotte is talented. I have no problem with with Alicia. Alicia Flair, the person. Charlotte, the person. Charlotte's real name is Alicia. I have no problem with her. She's super nice in real life. I've, I love her in real life. She's so nice. She's such a nice person. Charlotte Flair, the character, I absolutely hate. Because she's entitled and she's a spoiled brat. This sucks, man. And here's the thing. I will say this. All three women look legit. Even Nikki, even Ash, even almost a superhero who to this point has not been taken very serious. But I, this, Charlotte should not be Raw Women's Champion. And it sucks that she is because why does she need this title though? Like why does she need this title right? She's up to what? 14? 14-time champion. At this point, I just think they're not going to have John Cena break the record. They're going to have Charlotte Flair to keep it in the Flair family. <laughs> and at this point, they might do the... F- they might get her to 17 by the end of the year. They might have her lose the title reign, get it back. Lose, get it back. Like, Jesus Christ, man. Charlotte, this is... This needs to stop, Vince. Charlotte needs to stop getting title reigns. There are women in the women's division that need it, that need the TV time, that need the the bright lights, that need an opportunity. Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, for Christ's sake. Who else? Asuka, Naomi. Tegan Knox. I'm gonna name it not not by show. Tegan Knox. Shotzi. Um. Oh yeah, Tony Storm debuted in July on SmackDown. Hasn't been seen since. What? The heck? Like just the raw side. Oh my God! This is Flair made. Maiden Ash tap made made almost a superhero tap. This sucks, man. I am really upset. I this made me upset for many reasons. Charlotte just why does she need this though? Like and why does Vince think it's a good idea? She could put people over. It's the same goddamn problem with Goldberg. It's the same issue with these. Here's the thing. Us fans, we don't have problems with part-timers. We have problems with part-timers winning championships. Not, we have problems with part-timers putting, not putting people over when they could. And here's the thing, I'm not saying Charlotte, Charlotte's a full-time talent, but she could be putting people over. She's had her reigns. She's had it. She could have amazing feuds. She can. 
But come on, she doesn't need more title reigns. Why are you giving her more? <laughs> this is really bad booking. Because now, I don't think Nikki Cross is getting that championship back. <coughs> I don't think Nikki Cross is getting that title. Uh, or at least a chance. Not unless... Uh, which they might, knowing this, they very well could do a triple threat. The, they could literally take this match and put it at Extreme Rules. Or they could do shot. We're going to get... But the, the thing that we're more than likely going to get because... Uh, why not? For the what? Third time? Fourth time? Charlotte versus Rhea? Really? This is hurting everyone. This is hurting a lot. Like, this sucks. This truly sucks. Charlotte does not need another title reign. She doesn't need more title reigns. That's the last thing she needs. Why do we keep on giving her title reigns? Like, this is ridiculous. Rhea should have won the match. I'm going to say it. And screw it. Take my bias out of this. Take me being Rhea Ripley's number one fan, having a huge crush on her. Take all of that shit aside. Who's the logical option here? Nikki, like a, Nikki, almost a superhero, like I said on the preview, is not a long-term champion. She was never going to be a long champion. She got a month. Great. Charlotte, the fans hate her. Charlotte, the fans are not over. She's not over. She's not, at this point, it's not even heel heat anymore. It's just hate. Rhea Ripley is over. She's a baby face. Fans are into her. Go look at the reactions she's had. Go look at the reactions she had at Money in the Bank. The Raw in Dallas. The Raw in Kansas City. Go back to last night. Check Twitter. Look at everything they're saying. She, is the she was the logical choice. She was the logical choice. And that's me being unbiased here. But it was a hell of a match. Honestly, I'm going to say it. It was a five-star match. It was a five-star match. I enjoyed it. I think this was a great match. This is another match. Another thing that WWE likes to do. Another match where the, it was an amazing match. The wrong person won. And the worst part is... Tomorrow night on Raw, we're going to have to hear this entitled Spoiled Brat. And I am not looking forward to it. And don't get me wrong. I don't hate Charlotte Flair the person. I hate Charlotte Flair the character. I love Alicia Flair. She is such a nice human being. Charlotte the character sucks. Let's get into... You know what? Screw it. I'm saying it. 
this was a really this was one of the best matches. This was one of the best matches of the year. Edge versus Seth freaking Rollins. I got it right, by the way. I said Edge would win. I <coughs> Yes, I did. Edge defeated Seth Rollins in what was by far the match of the night. I honestly think it was the best the match of the night. This match had raw emotions, incredible acting, I, I mean incredible action and fantastic storytelling. Here's the thing. Edge's entrance to the ring added to the storytelling. Because that's the thing. He's, Rollins brought out a dark side of Edge. And then him winning by submission made a lot more sense. Look at it. Just look at This was perfect booking. This was amazing booking. I am. This is the best. Look, if WWE could constantly give us stories like this. Or like, like this. With long term storylines and booking like this. This is what I love. This is what AEW does better than WWE. They give us a lot more. They give us feuds like this. And if WWE would start giving us more things like this, it would be amazing. Because this was by far one of the matches of the night. Really good. It was a good... It was an excellent match. Another five-star match. And like... Look, Edge bringing that, saying he had to, that Seth brought him to the place where his blood was black, spilling the black blood on him on SmackDown, then entering with the Broods theme, badass entrance. I was, I love it. I need that entrance back in my life. God damn it, please. And then having him win by submission, using the spear. Oh my God. God, that match was just... That match I could watch over and over and over and over again. Like, Edge and Rollins killed it. That was one of the best. Now let's go to one of the worst in the matches of the night. Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. Here's the thing. This was a very sloppy match. Bobby beat Goldberg to retain the WWE Championship. Goldberg's selling of his leg injury was terrible. Was absolutely... He sold it poorly. Terrible. Like, he just... The in... He couldn't... This is why Goldberg should... And it's, he's not, he's not going to go anywhere. It's going to be Goldberg versus Lashley at, at Extreme Rules more than likely. And in the next coming weeks or days maybe, I will try to do my early Extreme Rules predictions. This is bad. Bobby Lashley won... By ref stoppage. This was a one star match. Screw it. I'm going to say it. The only thing that helped this match. Was the crowd being very excited. 
Like this match was. This match was. This was <coughs> terrible. It was a really bad WWE Championship. Let's get to the main event. Roman Reigns defeated John Cena in what felt like, in my opinion. Keep in mind, everything I am saying here is my opinion. This was the biggest and most important WWE match of the year. He retained the United... The match started out with Reigns dominating Cena. Besides Cena using a few different roll-ups until he was able to turn the momentum around. And here's the thing. As soon as both men started trading and countering moves, the match really picked up. And the crowd was loved. Was loved every single... The crowd loved every single second of it. I loved every single second of it. This match was perfect. This match was what we wanted in 2017. And here's what I find poetic. And once again, like I said with the Alexa Bliss Wyatt chance, I, 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 I love the small details in wrestling. I love the little notches. I, I truly am a diehard fan now. Like, because before I just didn't pay attention to now I pay attention to like the small details the oh the references yeah like like a comic book nerd but yeah in 2017 Roman Reigns beat John Cena at no mercy with the spear same way he delivered the spear the same way he delivered it last night same way exact same way the exact same way he delivered it in 2017 was the exact same way he delivered it in 2021 to win. And I just felt that, and I just like, I do, I felt like that was just so poetic and so cool. Yeah. Also, Logan Paul was there. Logan Paul was in SummerSlam. It was very it was interesting. <laughs> let me talk about this. All right, let me talk about this. CM Punk de- debuted on AEW a couple of nights ago on Friday. And what is Vince McMahon and what is WWE's response to that? Logan Paul. Look. I don't think Becky coming back and all the other returns that we saw tonight were... were I mean, last night, sorry. Last night were, uh, were, were their response. I think it was just... It was, uh, Becky was, always, was going to come back sooner rather than later. But AEW has CM Punk... And Raw's going to have Logan Paul. I hate Logan Paul. I hate Jake Paul. I hate the Paul brothers. I've been very vocal about that. But. <sighs> this this is bad. His, his appearance earlier in the year before WrestleMania was okay. Because it had it made sense for the story. 
What the hell is this? What storyline are you going to do with Miz and Morrison? By the way, they had a funny-ass segment with Xavier Woods. That was hilarious, by the way. But, like, out of all the people you return, I mean, you bring... If you're bringing back celebrities, I know a guy you could have brought back. And to make the Raw ratings pop, his name is Benito. His name is Bad Frickin' Bunny. And look, I don't think it's that far-fetched. I think he could have come back. He will. I think he can. I think he can return. I think he will return in the, in the next couple, maybe months, maybe years. I do have, remember this, I do think Bad Bunny will probably return to WWE because he's a huge fan and he did an amazing job. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't even have to be like a story like he did with this. It could literally just be him. Coming back to say hi to Priest or just coming back to make an appearance on Miz TV or something. Logan Paul. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I don't care for it. I don't care for him. And I think it's a petty thing that WWE is bringing him back. Like, what the hell? Like, out of all the celebrities, you choose him. Alright, let's talk. Before I give you my overall thoughts on the show. After the match, after the main event, Roman Reigns was standing over John Cena with his Universal Championship. And then, out of nowhere, the Beast Incarnate is back. Brock Lesnar's music hit. And the crowd went the more nuts than they had all night, including when Becky Lynch came back. Like, oh my god. Lesnar then appeared. He looked absolutely jacked. He looked ripped. With his man bun and a beard. By the way, he left WWE looking like the as the as the mayor of Suplex City. He came back to WWE as the god of Suplex City. He walked to the ring to confront Reigns, and then he got in Reigns' face, and then Reigns and Paul Heyman both walked away as Lesnar started posing for the crowd and hyping them up. This is such a great way to end SummerSlam. <coughs> And then at the end of the SummerSlam, when SummerSlam went off air, he attacked John Cena. You know what? I think it, I think Roman Reigns' title reign is in jeopardy now. I think it could be. I think it really could be. Like, I think out of everybody in WWE and everyone they could bring back, I think Brock's the most believable guy to beat Roman. And guess what? I think Roman could lose it all. His championship, his manager. And I think if that happens, the Usos might leave him. The Usos might lose the, the, the tag titles. And then he just goes back 
to what? Being the big dog? Goes back to being a face? It's going to be... I'm excited. It is a hell of a time to be... uh, To be a wrestling fan. (coughs) Okay, overall... This felt like a very weird show. Especially to start out with. But once the ball got rolling, not even a below average WWE Championship match could really slow it down. Slow down the momentum of the show. Having RK-Bro win the tag titles to open up the show was smart. And one of the highlights of the night. Besides the WWE Champion title match and Eva Marie vs. Bliss, every match was at least, was enjoyable in some fashion. Edge vs. Rollins was an awesome dream match that came to life. And Roman vs. John Cena was a classic. Overall, I'm giving it a 7 out of 10, a 7.9. I think it was a, f- a 4-star show. If it wasn't for the WWE Championship match and uh, and Eva Marie versus Bliss, it would be a perfect show. But wow. And now tonight we have NXT TakeOver. I am so excited for that. That starts in an hour. No, less. More. In a little bit. That starts at 8 p.m. Eastern. <coughs> 5 p.m. Cent- Pacific. 6 p.m. Central Time, I believe. And there we go. That is my SummerSlam review. I think this... The show theme and presentation that I'm giving... You know what? I'm going to give you my... Why I'm giving it a 7 out of 10. The show theme and presentation for me, I gave it a 7 out of 10. For production, I'm giving it a 9 out of 10. For storyline progression, I'm giving it a 9 out of 10 as well. For watchability, an 8 out of 10. Crowd reaction, a 10 out of 10. That's that's what's going through my mind when I say 7.9. That is all for this week for for this episode guys. Thank you so much. Peace.